everyone. Thank you for joining and welcome to Beauty in Focus, a virtual content series that explores medical aesthetics and all things modern beauty. My name is Carolyn Sue. I'm the head of content here at Real Self and I will be your moderator today. Today's episode is all about how to get glowing skin for the holidays, which we all want since it's the season of pictures and parties and Let's be honest, this year, probably more than a few Zoom hangouts, and we all need to look good on video. So I've invited our panel of experts today to share their favorite products, application tips, skincare knowledge, and treatments that can help you achieve your goals and address your most common winter skincare concerns. So please join me in welcoming our guest. We have Kat Sadler, journalist, TV host, and podcast host. Welcome back to our show, Kat. So happy to be here. Happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> happy holidays. Lovely to see you. We have Dr. Ashley Gordon, an Austin, Texas-based board-certified plastic surgeon. Welcome, Dr. Gordon. Hi, ladies. Happy first day of fall, even though it's 90 degrees here in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Erica Martin, Senior Education Manager at SkinCeuticals. Hi, Erica. Thank you for having me back. And uh, Dr. Gordon, I'm in Houston, so you're right. It is 90 degrees. Yes, 90 degrees <laughs> and humid. Yes. <laughs> so winter is here and the holidays are just around the corner, which for me means I'm dealing with like one bad skin situation after another. So it's like, I live in New York, so I have cold weather outside. My lips and my skin are so dry and chapped. And then when I'm inside, my heat is dialed up. I have a fireplace, so I'm like taking hot showers, sitting in front of the fire. And I just feel like all of this is bad news for my skin, but it feels so good. So on top of that, since it's the holidays, it also feels like I'm just eating something sweet or drinking something spiked multiple times a week. So to kick us off to our panel of experts, um, please reassure me my skin will be okay. Um, <laughs> and just tell me, you know, what are these skin concerns? I can't be the only person having them. Well, I'll jump in right away because Carolyn, I'm already like, you have this virginal skin. So you're already like winning. I think you have the most beautiful, lovely, youthful skin. So I'm a little jealous, but um, uh, it, Listen, I think you're right. I think this time of year, whether it's the weather, depending upon where we are in the world, if it's um, just the stress of the season, a lot of us are sleeping a lot less because we're worrying so much. And then even um, the alcohol intake, as you mentioned, I think, you know, we're, dr we're drinking more cocktails. So all of that combined can take this huge toll on our skin. I know it does for me. I'm already super dry anyway. So then you bring in some colder temps and the stress and all of that. And my skin definitely suffers. So I think you have to just make these conscious little shifts um, that are really helpful. For me, sometimes it's just what I'm putting in my body. I mean, I will, I will never turn down a cocktail, but I really do try to balance that with a lot of water. My friends tease me about that even year round because I'm always like, a drink, a glass of water, a cocktail, a glass of water. So I think that's something that might help people this time of year to just match uh, every beverage, alcoholic beverage with a glass of water is a huge thing. And I, I like to be mindful of adding vitamin C to my diet. So whether I'm like snacking on an orange or I'm adding lemon to my water, all those little antioxidants and things I think help in the long run. So just those like little shifts in that way. And sometimes I don't know how the other ladies feel about this or if you've ever tried those at home steamers um that really helps my face overall i i break that out more this time of year where i'm just like 
opening up my pores. So whatever I am putting in or whatever products I am putting on are received better and work better for me. And overall it seems to help. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think the one glass of water with the cocktail. Um, the thing I've been loving lately is the liquid IV packs. I don't know if you guys have tried those, those little packs that you put in with water. So that's like equal to a couple of glasses of water. I love the flavors. I have no association with the company, but I just love it because I'm in the OR all the time. So I don't really have time to drink gallons of water during the day. Um, so I do love that. And then I think a humidifier at home is also really helpful because I do think when it's cold outside, you know, you want to run inside, you want to take a hot shower, you want to stay in there a little bit longer or take a long hot bath because it feels so good. Um, but it's really just so drying for your skin. And so um, some oils in the bath is nice. Try to stay in there, not quite as long and then have a humidifier next to your bed. It doesn't look very, um, it's not very designy, but I think it's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> some cute ones out there. <laughs> I also think Carolyn, one thing just to sort of remember is, especially during the holidays, we're busy and we may not be doing as many in-person events, but even the virtual stuff, we're wearing more makeup. We have busier calendars. So we're, you know, busier later. And I know during the holidays, I will start to kind of slack on just simply making sure I'm removing my makeup really well and washing every morning and every night and still finding that time for my skincare routine. It's easy to slack on that. And then your skin really feels the effects. So just remembering that even with a busy schedule, even if you pare down your skincare routine, still make it a priority, especially removing that makeup and cleansing every single time that you wear it. Um, I, I know it's easy for me to forget and it's the little things sometimes we have to remember around the holidays. And if you're going to be in a place where a mask is required, like maybe don't have all that makeup underneath the mask, you know, just do your brows, do your eyeshadow, do some mascara, but like you don't need to have all that around your mouth, your mask, cause you're going to get mask me. Yeah. And maybe the mask actually will help us in the colder temps, right? It's protecting yeah. our face a little right. bit. So exactly. as dry, this might be yeah. the best season ever for all of our faces. Maybe <laughs> we can put a mask on underneath the mask. Right. <laughs> That's actually like something I was going to ask about because it keeps me warmer yeah. <laughs> to have a face covering. Um, but I'm just, I'm loving these tips because no one's telling me to stop drinking and no one's telling me to stop eating <laughs> all my desserts. You'll never hear that from me. Yeah. <laughs> but these are just like little tips and tricks that I can incorporate and their viewers can incorporate into our daily routine to kind of like take some of that badness out, you know, that could be, could be happening. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about just how like the change in weather, um, you know, like I, I'm in a place with four seasons, um, how that affects our skin. I know a lot of consumers just feel like dry and dull in, in the winter. Um, so Erica, I guess to, to kick it off with you, like you're an esthetician, like what are some of, you know, the, the men and women that you see, what are they coming, what problems are they coming in with and how are you addressing them? I do think that dry skin is something that we're all kind of dealing with at this time of year. We deal with it more. Um, there's a lot of always confusion with people around dry skin and dehydrated skin. Mm -hmm. um, you know, dry skin is our skin type. Kat, you had mentioned being dry. I'm dry. I'm always dry. It's that lacking of oil. I'm not producing as much of the oil where dehydrated skin means a lack of water. And so dehydrated skin is where a lot of us during the holidays, even if we have that oilier skin, we can get dehydrated 
hydrated with the added caffeine. I'm drinking a ton of coffee right now, the cocktails and those sort of things. So really sort of looking at just because someone feels like they're oily, we still may need to add that moisturizer, add an extra hyaluronic acid serum in there, keep the skin balanced. And that's something that's really important to think about is always keeping the skin balanced. Just because you're oily doesn't mean you don't need a moisturizer. And when we have the drier, colder months, even more so. So we want to combat the dry skin, dry can be dehydrated, but oily can too. And so really sort of diagnosing what is it that the skin is going through and then what can we add to the skincare routine or change. And that's something not a lot of people think about doing is changing your skincare routine uh, whenever we get into the winter months. So just making those changes uh, can go a long way. And I think that's what everyone's looking for. Glow for the holidays. Everyone wants glowing skin and hydrated skin and those go hand in hand. And I think those are the primary conversations that I'm having with people right now. And I heard you throw out hyaluronic acid, which we know is like an amazing ingredient for uh, bringing moisture back into the skin. Yeah. Are there any ingredients that um, you recommend, especially for this time of year? Um, this is open to, to all our, our panelists, like whatever's working for you or that you see are working for your patients. Well, I do love hyaluronic acid um, and I love um, hydrating B5 gel with SkinCeuticals because it's like a drink of water for your skin. You can use it on its own or under a moisturizer. Right now, I'm using a lot of Triple Lipid Restore 242. I know, Kat, you love this one too. I saw it on your Instagram story. Everything <laughs> you're mentioning, I was literally <laughs> going to mention, which means you're going to give me an A. Am I, did I get an A? Because I, F, yes. the products you literally just mentioned are the ones that I, I have been using this time of year, especially because of the B5 and the, and the HA, right? Yes. It makes yes. a difference. It does. And triple lipid really helps to kind of replenish those lost lipids in the skin. And that's really great too. When we talk about the balancing of the skin, making sure it's not just about throwing extra hydrator on, but really kind of balancing that skin. So I love the lipids, replenishing those and then adding the hyaluronic acid. So those are my favorites when it comes to looking at hydrating the skin all year round, but especially right now when it's on the top of everyone's mind. Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. being disciplined with those products, right? I'm sorry. I know I just yeah. back to what you were saying earlier, Erica, but like, it's easy to kind of slack. Um, but, but it's so important to try and be disciplined because the more you use them and the more you layer them, uh, the more your skin's going to work for you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I think the big thing that I'm always trying to teach my patients is to, um, you know, get them started on a retinol, retinoic acid, something to maintain their moisture barrier, trying to really educate them that, of course, in the beginning, the retinol might irritate their skin, they might feel dry, but that's just because they're increasing cell turnover. And eventually, they're going to really retain that moisture barrier, and they're not going to need so much external, you know, moisture. And that's just always hard to have the same conversation with patients about their dry eyes. And they're like, I don't have dry eyes. My eyes are watering all the time. And it's like, your eyes are watering all the time because they're dry. <laughs> to help you. And they're like, no, they're watering. And I'm like, because they're dry. <laughs> um, so it's really just really educating them on, you know, we need to work on that. Like Kat said, throughout the whole year and really being um, diligent about those products because we want our skin. I mean, it is the, the biggest organ of our body and it's meant to protect us and keep things from getting in. And part of that is maintaining that moisture barrier. That's such a good point. Cause I think most of us um, start to think about moisturizers during the season, but there's like other skincare ingredients that you should really be focused on as well, just for like the general health and, you know, boosting your skin's own kind of like 
superpowers, right? Right. So, yeah. And part of that dullness comes from, you know, um, decreased cell turnover and those dead cells just, you know, stacking up. Yeah. So speaking of dullness and uh, exfoliation, um, that's, I feel like exfoliators are just another category of products we turn to a lot. And, you know, when we feel like we're not so radiant, um, do we have any tips on, you know, like different exfoliators for consumers of different skin types? Uh, you know, like I know some can be maybe a little harsher than others. So what are you, uh, what are you guys using and what are you recommending to your patients? Well, I can say that my retinol, I mean, Dr. Gordon, you mentioned retinol is tried and true anti-aging and exfoliation. Anyone that can be on a retinol should be on a retinol. I think um, it's really one of the most important. Um, I'm someone that is quite sensitive to retinol, so I can't use it seven nights a week, even in low strengths. So I like to alternate it with a glycolic acid. So I use glycolic 10 Renew overnight from SkinCeuticals, every other night retinol glycolic. Yep. And it kind of gives me that cellular turnover every night. It gives me that exfoliation. They work differently. So I really get the best of both. And I like that. Glycolic gives me that glowing skin that we want for the holidays. I know retinol is so important for anti-aging. So I really like to utilize both and kind of incorporate two different ingredients in my routine to get kind of an overall better result for me. And I think that's a nice trick for people that feel retinol sensitive. Even if you can't do it every night, you can use it as much as you can. Three nights a week is a great goal yeah. um, for anti-aging, but then incorporate other things like a glycolic acid in there as well. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think some people just can't tolerate it, you know, every night. And I think if you are, again, diligent in using it every third night and you do that for 20 years, I mean, that's going to have a huge impact on your skin and how you look. Um, and then I always recommend that when patients, you know, patients will come in and they'll get all amped up about skincare and they want to start trying 10 different products at once. I always have patients start one thing at a time because if they're going to have a reaction or a side effect or not tolerate it, we're not going to know which one it was. And then they're going to want to abandon the whole the whole thing. Um, so I always say, let's start one thing at a time and let's start slow with a little bit, <laughs> especially, you know, with a retinol, like let's not use a quarter size amount and slather it everywhere every night for the first week. Um, cause you're going to be red and peely. You're going to look um, like Santa Claus. If they yes. <laughs> not going to be a good when you start a retinol, low and slow, low and slow. Oh. Um, and, and we'll get you there. And then like add the vitamin C maybe in a couple weeks when we know, you know, they're tolerating that. Um, and I, I do think people are much more educated now. There's just much more information out there and people are much more sophisticated with their skincare. So I think it's definitely an easier conversation than it was, you know, five, 10 years ago. Sure. And just to add to that, um, just exfoliators in general, as you mentioned, Caroline, everybody kind of reacts differently to them, but I, I have both an exfoliating cleanser and a regular kind of exfoliating scrub. So it's nice to kind of change those up from time to time to just, again, it's all that surface layer, like dead skin, turn that over and whatnot. And also this time of year, I really dig into my masks. So like there are all those hy hydrating masks on the market um, that, that help, like just, it's just one more step that I feel is nice. Like right before I go to bed, that's just really packing in as much moisture, as much hydration, as much nourishment for my skin as I sleep at night. That really does seem to make a difference. I wake up and I'm like, oh, you know, it's really, really nice. Kat, is there, do you feel like your skincare routine changes, uh, you know, this time of year? Like I know you talked about masks. Is that like an all year thing for you? Or is it something that you layer on a little bit more, you know? 
uh, this time. I, I think, I mean, you know, we're all here obviously because we love skincare and we, you know, we're in, we obsess about this and we love, you know, this space. So I am, I'm pretty diligent all year long. I'm trying to, you know, save what I got, what my mama gave me, you know, it's like, it is work, but it's work I enjoy. But I definitely turn it up a notch during during this season. Again, because I am so dry and because we can typically be so stressed. So I have masks, you know, I kind of have like a cabinet, you know, uh, full of stuff that I tend to go to when I need it. But I definitely visit that cabinet more this time of year and take a little more time. And just it's just trying to keep it top of mind. And I know that's hard because this is the time of year when we do have tend to have more on our plates and we have more responsibilities and there's a lot going on. This year might be you know, a little different. Um, so I just try to, if it, again, it's, it's just about, you know, teaching yourself, like even in the morning, I'll have a cup of coffee and it's like, my face is clean. I'll throw on a mask, you know, for the first 30 minutes of the day. And then I'm just, I just feel better as I go into the world. And I feel like my skin this time of year is working for me. And I do get that glow, which again, we all want, especially right now. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really all about like knowing yourself because I have the opposite problem. Like I have oily skin. And so the, and it's again, I'm in Texas, so it never really gets very cold. Um, but I have the opposite problem because it's so hot here and it's so warm and I suffer from melasma that like in the summer, I have to be like super, super, super vigilant about like sunblock all the time and reapplying constantly and using, you know, things to help with my pigment. And so I think it really is about the person, you know, knowing their skin and really knowing how they're going to react and what things they're most sensitive to, whether it's UV or, you know, dry or whatever that is. And this is great peel. I mean, this is peel season also. It's a great time whenever we're not outside as much, we're not in the heat as often. Um, this is the time to kind of do those chemical peels. Not that you can't do them all year round, mm -hmm. but it's certainly, um, you know, this is the time to do those uh, chemical peels. You look great for the holidays. Plus you really can get your skin in shape for, it's like in the wintertime, we take care of all of that, uh, that discoloration we create in the summertime. Then yeah. we get it under control. Then we have the summertime and then it comes back and then it's winter yeah. again. We get it under control. So get rid of the pigment, pigment, get rid of the pigment. <laughs> So true. Yeah, the plant <laughs> side is like there's a little, we're at least in the sun a little less this time of year. So we've got that going for us. Gonna do what you can when you can. It's yeah. <laughs> a good thing we all like putting on our skincare products. We all like getting treatments because it's never, you know, it's never ending. And again, now that everyone's wearing the mask, like more people are like, I'm gonna totally do that crazy resurfacing because. <laughs> Who cares? I can still go to the party. <laughs> Take your mask off and you have the chunks of skin. Right. In it. <laughs> Is this Halloween? Um, Dr. Gordon, I definitely want to start talking about in-office treatments soon, but mm -hmm. one last quick question just about uh, uh, products. Yeah. Is, uh, you know, we talked about breakouts and blemishes and, you know, some uh, lifestyle created acne. Yeah. Um, what are some tips that our consumers can take away about, you know, like whether they're ingredients or um, application tips or product tips or treatment tips on how to kind of manage uh, maybe acne and uh, blemishes that might pop up during this time? Because it's yeah, also so I think we don't want any of that, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Kat touched on this earlier. It definitely is about things in moderation. And we definitely know that foods that, you know, certainly that are prevalent in the holiday season, things that are high, high glycemic index, like lots of sweets, processed sugars, uh, white flour, bread, 
all the thick pasta, all the things that are super yummy that we tend to overdo during the holidays, all of those things tend to lead to acne in patients that are susceptible to acne. So I think, you know, in those patients, they sort of need to uh, keep that in check. Uh, Chocolate, um, uh, whey protein for, you know, athletes. Um, and so I think patients need to try to focus on local glycemic uh, foods um, and again, drink lots of water and then really try to figure out what skincare products really work for them, drying out their acne with, again, like in drier months when not drying out their skin too much, where then they're trying to moisturize and then clogging their pores and then kind of getting into that vicious cycle again, um, which can exacerbate their acne. Erica, are there any ingredients that you have found are just uh, really maybe safe for all skin types and just can really help you get blemishes under control? For sure. Um, I do, glycolic acid is a great one. So um, I like, I already mentioned glycolic for exfoliation. It also works well if you are experiencing experiencing breakouts. Salicylic acid is another one that's really great. Um, it like retinol, you want to be really careful. Um, if you're pregnant or breastfeeding, always talk to your physician before you use any products, but especially retinol and salicylic acid. Um, one product that SkinCeuticals has is Blemish Plus Age Defense. And it is my holy grail <laughs> uh, for breakouts. Um, it's a mixture of several different acids, salicylic being one of those. I actually just use it one time a day all over my face every morning and it really keeps those breakouts at bay. It's great for kind of clearing up the breakouts you have, but then helping to prevent those future breakouts. So I like to use it preemptively. I just use it all the time. But if you're someone that only breaks out, say hormonally, or this time of year, you know you're breaking out more, you can use it locally or even as a spot treatment. So it's one that I always keep on hand and um, it really has changed the game for me when it comes to breakouts. So that is my number one. Anytime someone asks me about breakouts and what product do they use, retinol is a great one. Like I said, if you're already on that, um, Dr. Gordon mentioned it. We talked about it for anti-aging, but blemish plus age defense from SkinCeuticals is incredible when it comes to keeping those breakouts under control. Oh, can I use those for my teenage boys, Erica? Yes. Or is that yes. A no-no. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm on. I'm on the case. Good to know. Yeah, it's something that when I would have younger patients come in. I mean, of course, anytime you have someone that's a young person, you want the parent involved to make sure they're not overusing it, and you can watch the skin. But done in a supervised way, it was always my go-to for teen acne. Um, because it's something that is not as harsh as putting them on like a retinol. Um, and it's not quite as sun sensitive as well because, you know, sunscreen is important, but teenagers are hard to control. Um, and so it's something that is great. Uh, and it really is. I, I can't shout it from the rooftops enough, quite honestly, <laughs> from someone that breaks along her chin all the time. <laughs> And now again with the mask, it's even worse. Yes, maskne, absolutely. It's great. So, I mean, it really is one of those um, important products. Yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about in-office treatments because you can get really good results in a short period of time if you go see your dermatologist or your plastic surgeon. Um, So I feel like there's two camps of thoughts. It's the holidays. So some people don't want any downtime. They don't want any redness because they just want to get their glow on and attend to their social obligations. And you also have people that are seeing this as an opportunity to kind of like hide out a little bit, right? So you're just like with your family and maybe this year 
you're not really party hopping. So Dr. Gordon, um, I guess let's start with the no downtime stuff. Uh, what are you recommending? What are you doing in your practice that you can just get like a really great result um, and not have to you know, worry about like a lot of peeling or redness or flaking and all that good stuff. So one of my favorite treatments year round, um, but especially around the holidays for someone who wants like zero downtime would probably be the aqua gold facial. So some people call it the 24 karat gold facial, the triple threat facial, the, um, I don't know, the Oscars facial, I've heard it called um, in LA. But basically, um, the aqua gold is this little tiny microneedling device that has 24 karat uh, gold needles that sort of looks like a little thimble. And the needles are very, very small. They don't go very deep. Um, but we use different, different concoctions. You know, most commonly, we use Botox. Um, the needles are not deep enough that it's going to go into the muscle and actually paralyze the muscles like we do when we're injecting the muscles for wrinkles, but it decreases um, the activity of the pore. So it actually makes the pore smaller. So we use a little bit of Botox. We use uh, hyaluronic acid, uh, sometimes different vitamins, sometimes different products for pigment. And the aqua gold looks like a little thimble and you actually stamp the skin. And it just gives this overall like beautiful glow, glass-like appearance to the skin. Uh, patients love it. Um, you know, if obviously if someone has a lot of like really deep wrinkles and is an older patient that has a lot of sun damage, that sort of treatment isn't really not gonna be very effective, but it's really great for the younger patient that wants kind of like a filtered look to their skin. Um, someone that wants something a little bit um, more aggressive and they're willing to have a couple of days of downtime, uh, something a little bit more aggressive would be the skin pen, which is a deeper microneedling treatment uh, with PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma. Uh, and as most people know, platelet-rich plasma has a lot of growth factors. So we draw your blood, we spin down the platelets, we isolate the platelets with a high concentration of the growth factors. And then we create micro channels in the skin, micro trauma. Uh, and then we can deliver those growth factors to the depth in the skin where we actually want them to have a great effect. So that helps with, again, fine lines, wrinkles, pigment. Um, and both of those treatments are great for patients who maybe have a sensitivity to lasers and light-based devices. Patients like me who... I can't really tolerate like lasers and BBL and things like that because my melanocytes, my cells that make pigment just always wanna have a party. And so if you expose them to any light, they're, I'm gonna get dark. And so it's really great for all skin types, um, you know, the redhead all the way to, you know, the darkest colored person. So I really like both of those. Um, and then my third favorite device recently is the BBL Hero, which you guys have probably heard about because it's sort of been everywhere. Um, and we used to say that BBL was IPL on steroids, uh, but BBL Hero is BBL on steroids. So broad-based light really targets the skin, delivers a ton of energy into the skin with really no downtime. Um, and the beauty of that is it's just going to give you a glow. Your, your skin's going to look beautiful. And the best thing about that treatment is it's not just for the short term. It really is the only treatment that really changes the genetics of your skin. So it literally turns on younger genes in your skin and it turns off older genes in your skin. And it's the only technology that we have that actually changes the DNA in your skin. And they have studied this at Stanford and they've done biopsies of the skin. So young skin, biopsies of young skin, biopsies of old skin, and biopsies of treated skin. And they actually show that the DNA is different. And so 
I mean, who can beat that? I am on a plane headed to you now, Dr. Glenn. Yes. How did I not know about that? How you have teenage boys. No, so I think thanks. you already had it. No, but I'm like, how can I get it? And how often can I do it? <laughs> yeah, so we recommend, um, so it's called, it's BBL by Cyton, BBL Hero. Uh -huh. um, and um, Dr. Bitter, who's in California, actually, um, he's kind of the one that sort of developed like the initial like BBL like 20 years ago. And if you look at pictures of him, like he really only does a little bit of Botox in his forehead and he probably does BBL treatments because it's in his office. You know, he does it probably every three months and like he is literally like aging in reverse. Whoa, that's wild. It's just crazy. <laughs> Very oh, so cool. it's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. So we recommend the patients, you know, get treatment, you know, maybe every three, four months, obviously it depends on budget and sort of how much damage they have, how, how great they are at their at home maintenance, things like that, um, their genetics, etc. Um, but yeah, those are my top three. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you ended on a high note for sure. Oh, good. Um, and Dr. Gordon, for those who don't care about a little bit more downtime because yeah. you know we're kind of hiding out anyway yeah um, what is kind of like your go-to for someone who wants just like the best skin by new year let's say yeah so probably be my go-to if someone wanted like if somebody really had a lot of like coarse wrinkles a lot of sun damage um, my favorite is the header peel which is a croton oil peel it's sort of the deepest peel that we can do so basically for that, it is, um, we are creating a deep second degree burn, which only the face, facial skin will tolerate that. Um, but the downtime for that is significant. So, you know, we have to do that in the operating room under general anesthesia. Um, and then the patient has this mask that we put on that stays on for about a week after surgery. And so it's nice because they don't have any pain after they don't have to do vinegar soaks and they don't have to do wound care and they don't have to do all these things. Um, we take that mask off after a week and they have re epithelialized, which means they have all new skin underneath that mask. Um, but it, it's a lot. I saw one of my patients yesterday who had it about a month ago and I'm like, so were we honest with you? Did we tell you what else should we have said? And she was like, nope, you told me everything, but it was a lot. And I'm like, would you do it again? And she's like, I'll totally do it again. But it was a lot. <laughs> Things that men would never do. <laughs> I can add, um, to that kind of in between those. Yeah, I mean, this is like for the 60 year old that has been like, you know, using iodine on the roof, like Sonia was talking about on the last um, Beauty and Focus. You know, she's on the roof with Reynolds Wrap and iodine Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um, SkinCeuticals has a chemical peel, the Smart TCA peel. And this is one that is going to have downtime for most people. Everyone responds differently. Um, something that I would say just for the people watching when it comes to downtime, um, especially when we're talking about chemical peeling is downtime is, or the peeling of the skin is really a side effect of a chemical peel. And just like anything, like if you were to take a medication, 
we don't all experience side effects the same. So just because you don't peel doesn't mean it didn't work. You don't have to peel for an effective treatment. So we're not measuring the success of a chemical peel based on the side effects. We're measuring the success based on the results. Um, for something like a smart TCA peel, you probably will peel <laughs> significantly, um, but that's a great one because it's something that can be done in an office. It's quick, it's easy. You do have about a week where that skin is probably really tight and shedding, but the results are gorgeous. It's not nearly as intense as something you'd have to go into the OR for, but it's something that is quite intense. And so it's sort of in between a no downtime and something as intense as Dr. Gordon was describing. Mm -hmm. So if someone is ready to take that on for the holidays, this is a great time to do those more intense chemical peels while we're not outside in the sun as much in the heat as much. So that's a great one that I am definitely doing a series of myself over these holidays um, is the Smart TCA Peel. And Kat, what's your philosophy? What's your holiday skincare philosophy? Are you a no downtime instant results kind of gal or is this your opportunity to do something a little bit more intense? No, no, no. I'm taking notes from the true experts right now. Now I know that peels are on my agenda. I've got a lot of work to do. I think for people watching that maybe, you know, all of that sounds quite overwhelming or a little bit foreign to them. I, I swim around in a more, I guess, just uh, generic role of like the hydrofacial. That's no downtime, right? But that for me, going back to what I know about my skin, it's like, that's that's nice to go into the spa or go into the doctor's office and get a hydrofacial because it just, it's like this huge, just glass of water for my skin that seems to at least last for a week or two. I feel super hydrated. I have that glow. I have that really luminous look when I do put my makeup on for the holidays. So I do love that this time of year. And then just generically speaking, I didn't realize until Dr. Gordon was talking about all the variations of microneedling, because that's the one treatment that I've done for a couple years now that I really do see results with that I just love because it is that, you know, turning over the skin, getting the collagen to get, you know, jump started. Um, so that, that I think you called it micro trauma. I'm learning things. Um, but it's just, it's like good to kind of um, get those needles all over my face. And then I'm red for a day, maybe two tops. Um, and so I just love the results of microneedling. That's, that's the one I try to at least kind of schedule around this time of year or two. less in the summer. I mean, it's like what you guys were speaking about in the summer. I'm same thing. I have a lot of pigmentation issues, my skin, I just get so many freckles. And um, I don't like to do my treatments then because it's like, it's almost like a waste of money. And then I'm right out back in the sun again. So it really is a nice time of year because we're all indoors a lot more anyway to do that. And so that's what I tend to do. And I think another great point you brought up also is it's like, it's time for a little pampering because I think we're all a little burnt out this time of year, maybe especially this year. So sometimes even just like going to the spa and getting a really nice facial um, is worth it, you know, and you get, maybe the results don't last as long as, you know, in an office treatment in Dr. Gordon's office, but you just feel so good after. Right. Yeah. And your makeup goes on better. And then like, you're seeing more people. It's like, you're putting your best face to the world. Even if yes, it's just a facial that in and of itself is self-love and self-care. Yeah, yeah. You're just a little bit de-stressed. <laughs> the election is coming up. Everyone needs a facial and a massage. <laughs> 
Exactly. Well, and it's about, I mean, really getting the best skin you can is about all of it. Doing the more aggressive treatments when you can, having the facials as well, relaxing, doing at-home skincare. It's a little bit of everything that together equals best results. It's never just one thing that gives you the answer. So it's that's all a, of it, you know? That's a great point. People yeah. all the time on my Instagram, if I'm talking about something, they're like, so is this like a one and done? <laughs> No, fortunately you're aging. No, there's no one and done in life. Like you can't go to the gym one time. You can't be healthy one time. I mean, you can't, there's no one and done. But you know, what is beautiful too. I mean, for people, you know, really concerned about their budget and whatnot. I think the beautiful thing about right now, are there are a lot of those at home tools. And of course they're not going to be as effective as like going to see you, Dr. Gordon, but like I incorporate those. That's, that's, those have been a real game changer for me because yep. there are the little micro needling rollers and there are, you know, some microcurrent devices. And I use all of those. Cause again, I'm always trying to do what I can all year long, to keep it up. And people do ask me that. I mean, um, about my skin and my age and all that. It's like, cause I work out, I'm, I'm, I'm pay attention every day. Like it is an investment in, yes. in the faith that you put forward to the world, but at least we have those options now to do some of this in between our bigger, more, you know, um, expensive treatments that are more of an investment. And I think our medical grade skincare, I mean, while it, it can be on the expensive side, like I always find it's much less expensive than some of the products that they're selling at Bergdorf's or Neiman's and that don't have active ingredients in them. So I think our job is, you know, Sarah, Erica's job, my job is to really educate patients on what, what is active and what is actually going to penetrate your skin and cause an effect. And like this $300 product is, might smell good. And the packaging is fabulous, but it's not going to do anything. So you're better off spending $80 on this product. Completely. Well, and think about how much money many of us have wasted essentially buying less expensive products that produced no results right you're better off putting your money into one great product a great yes. antioxidant you know and using that versus buying a bunch of stuff that isn't going to be effective because you're just that money is really being wasted so just buy smart um and if you do you can see big results and you don't have to have a 10-step skincare routine like some of us do <laughs> let's face it, let's face it like Let's face it, like you, you guys might, I mean, even I'm a plastic surgeon and like, I get all these things for free, but like you get product fatigue. Like I don't have time to put 10 things on my face in the morning and in the evening. Mm -hmm. And if I had to pay for it, I would rather pay for three things and the rest go in my shoe fund. Right. <laughs> I think an esthetician, because an esthetician can help you go, okay, cut through all the noise here's what's going to work for you specifically because yes. it's overwhelming yes so i think you know a great another investment you talked about cat the hydrofacial going to the spa finding that professional that you can link up with that says okay tell me what's going to work for me i'll invest in it but i'm so tired of investing in things that might have worked for my friend but i'm not my friend um so i think like getting that professional advice is really helpful and I and think tell that's your friends and family you want gift certificates to your yeah. favorite skin place for the holidays. <laughs> a great gift giving tip as well, right? Yeah, for so, sure. To buy that one thing that really works. So yeah. um, before we wrap up today's panel, I just wanted to chat very quickly about makeup since we all might be putting on a little bit of makeup as well for our holiday festivities. And Kat, this question is for you because you have been in front of the camera uh, a lot. And so we figured you've probably picked up a few genius 
um, glowing skin makeup tips and tricks along the way. Are there um, any things that you've learned that you swear by for beautiful glowing skin? Um, because you're on Zoom, so sure. give yeah, I mean, you know what pops into my head first, and again, this might not be for every skin type, but I do, you know, we talked about oils a little bit before. I, I mean, the skin, you know, the all of our skin surface is so, so important because we what? All want to glow. I love putting a little oil or drops of oil in with my foundation to mix, to really just give this like luminous finish to my skin. So I've got a little coverage, but I also have a little bit glow in my skin. I'm a fan of a little dewiness. Not everybody is, it depends on your preference. A lot of people like just a very matte polished look, but I do like that glow, especially this time of year. I'm also a huge fan of highlighters. So whether they're champagne gold or whether they're kind of a rose gold, um, I like to put them, you know, in my eye area, around my temple, sometimes on my end of my nose, above my little lip here. And if you are dry like me, um, you know, they make them in creams and they make them in powders. So again, whatever your skin type is, use what's best for you. But I, I love the glow all over this time of year. Um, and then just lastly, I mean, sparkles. I feel like the holidays always, you know, call for sparkles of some description. I also think it depends on your age. Don't go too crazy. I think too much is, can be too much. Um, but I like just little pops of, of accents of sparkles. So if it's just a little on your eyelid or um, probably just your eyelid, don't do it on your lips. <laughs> um, I, do, I do like that because that's very festive and it's fun. I mean, but I could keep going because I love makeup so much. I mean, I love blush too. I mean, I think cheery is good. Everybody wants color on their face and they want to look alive and they want to look joyful. So, I mean, that's another look that I do a lot is just like a really strong blush, you know, again, where the placement is not, you know, sometimes just the apple of your cheek, but even all the way up to your temples a little bit to just be flushed with color. I think it's such a vibrant, really fun look. And it's just the season to experiment and try out and you know do what makes you happy so no rules yeah no, no rules exactly <laughs> um well i want to thank all of our incredible speakers today for joining us i can't believe it's already been like 45 minutes of beauty talk it's just always so much fun so thank you and um thank you today to all of our viewers as well make sure to follow real self on instagram at real self to stay tuned for future beauty and focus episodes and happy holidays from us to you and yours and your family and loved ones. All of us at Real Self wish you a happy and joyous season and happy new year. Thank you. Thanks ladies, it was Thanks, fun. Everyone. Happy Bye. holidays. Bye. Bye.